secrets. Bokatov. Today's stuff is Daf Chav Zayin and Sota. As mentioned, we'll finish the fourth parak, begin of the fifth. All right. It says the uh, it says the Gemara of the last line on Chavav and Beis. I'm Shmuel. Let's let's be clear. If you have a choice of two women to marry, one a slut. <laughs> And one, the daughter of a slut. <laughs> I'm not talking about that you should marry a slut. You know, don't go out and look for a slut. But if that's your choice, if that's, that's the only two people available. You're living out somewhere in the boondocks, you know, in Mother's Rest, uh, Nebraska. And uh, that's all there is, is the slut and the daughter of the slut. Who is better? So, Amar Shmuel, Yisa Adam Duma. Duma is Lushen of speaking. Mikalson, we talk, they talk about her. You know, somebody who's always under discussion, they're always talking about this woman. Better to marry her and don't marry her daughter. What's this far? What would you say? Because, because the slut was born from a normal household. You know, she came from a normal Jewish uh, kosher family, we'll call them. But the daughter, you know, of the slut, we don't know where. We don't know who her father was. We don't know where she came from. Maybe a mamzer. Okay. That's Shmuel's opinion. Rabbi Yochanan says, no, I disagree. Better to marry the daughter than the mother. Why? Because we know the mother's a slut. That's clear, but he's talking about her. The daughter... She could be okay. It's it's been known it's been known that the daughter of a of a of a prostitute or a slut might be uh, might be okay. I you might say, but she slept around. Yeah, but the fact is that the, that we have a cloud that robils Even if you know that a woman committed adultery several times, forget about the issue of living with her husband, etc. What about her children? The answer is that of a cloud robils We assume that since her husband lives with her more times than other people do. We go bus rove and the child is a is is kosher the child came from the father is from the father. So therefore, even though she did sleep around, we don't assume that we so there, therefore Bielchanan says better to marry the daughter, because the daughter at least might be a fine girl. She's not a slut necessarily. She's not a slut. And and we go bus rove. Her father was uh, was was the woman's husband. And we know that she you know, who, here you know this lady is a poor character. She's a she's a known slut. The daughter's not known. Better to marry the daughter. We have a Bryce which says, seems it's not a Bryce, which says, seems to say that you should marry the one that's talked about, the slut. You should go and look for one. Like we said before, we started this, we preambled this by saying that if this is your choice, you know, of the two, which is the better one? If you married her, you know, it's okay. It's, it's mutter to stay with her. In other words, in either case, if you married the slut, okay, so you married the slut. You got to be careful now because the slut may not keep proper hilchas nida. She might entice you to do isurim, etc. So if you marry her, so in a, the Bryce is not correct the way it's written. It doesn't say no, so it means if you did. Taninami Bastum, so you could also say, since you have to correct the Bryce anyway, so you'll say you're correct, or the Memra, you correct also, you say it meant to say Bastum. So Rabbi Yochanan's opinion is you should marry the daughter of the slut, not the slut, if those are your choices, just between the two of them. That's Taka. Allah Chavayisa Doma, you should talk better to marry the daughter of the slut, marry the slut. The Tanrav Tachif Bar Marabah, Pravif of Meretz Israel said, Kamedravu, Isha Mezana Banek Sherem. Even though we know that a woman prostituted herself, her kids are kosher. Some say we're talking about kosher ramzera. Some say we're talking about legabi kahuna. That it's not a question of ramzera; it's a question of, of going. But the pashim shot is it's got me a mamzer. You can assume that uh, her her kids are kosher. You don't assume that she was 
that her, her children are Mamzerim because if indeed she became impregnated by somebody other than her husband while she was married to her husband, Charles and Mamzer, as we know, right? If mid adultery of Charles and Mamzer. But here we don't assume that because we assume that Robil is Hachorachabal and therefore the child is okay. And now what's your choice? Your choice is should you marry a slut or marry her daughter? Well, the slut is, is slutty and she doesn't, she's not uh, a woman of good character. And as Rashi says, Hilkach um, Bastum, Rashi says about halfway down on the page, Hilkach Bastum, Mekivim Dikshayrihi, Toblo, she sent a Shetay Tachta Becheskes Hitter, she's Becheskes Hetter, maybe she'll be a fine girl, maybe she'll reject her mother. You know, most kids today rebel. So if her mother's a slut, maybe she'll be a Tzadikas. Val Yisaduma, Shemakalkos, or the Shamash Imamishnesro, because she will fool him and she'll ruin him because he'll, he'll learn out, daughter, he'll sleep with her when she's not supposed to sleep with her. The daughter of someone who, contri- who commits adultery is um, at the daughter. Is it Mamzer? Is, is it Mamzer's daughter? If, is, the, is, the da- is, the, is, it, is the child the product of the, of the adulterer? Yeah. yeah, then the kids, she's a Mamzeris, yeah. yeah. There is a female Yeah, yeah, yeah sure, sure, she's a Mamzeris, yeah. yeah. Why can't we assume that the mother, the chuba, whatever, I mean, why, why one's a slut always a slut? Oh, uh, but here it's no. Everybody's talking about her. Everybody's talking about her. That business about tshuva, that question is always comes up. Tshuva is between you and God. You know, you do tshuva, fine, you do tshuva. But people still have to be careful. If you know that the mother's... We had this question many times in the shul here, too, on many, many occasions. Uh, once they, they brought somebody in here from Africa, if you remember, who had been chased out of the country, and then he was giving shirim to all the women. There he was chased out of the country for... for um, for, for adultery and for taking advantage of young women and uh, married women, etc. And he came here like to start a new slate. You know, that's always, they always run to Israel. They get kicked out of their country, they come here, start a slate. But this is a different world today. There's internet, there's Google, everybody knows what's going on. They were fine. Yeah. So everybody says, so, so, so the people who are defending on, uh, who, who are, yeah, well, maybe he did tshuva. Maybe he did tshuva. Why do they have, uh, why do they say that if there's a uh, known uh, child molester gets out of jail, they have to have an alert in this, and they do that in America to let you know when he's out of jail? Because people have to be for one. Maybe he did tshuva. You know, sure, maybe he did tshuva. Maybe all the Arabs aren't going aren't gonna to go around with knives anymore. Maybe they did tshuva. Yeah, maybe, but, uh, but be, be forewarned. I mean, you know, we don't know. Uh, you... uh, just to Eli's question, if it's like, Two years and she's no. Th- th- then people won't be that's true. But then there's a call. No, 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 no. But that, that's all the point. The whole that. point of Duma. It's called Duma because people are talking about her now. Yeah, if they that. stop talking about her, people will say, "Oh, she's a false Jew." But then people will exactly. say that exactly. exactly. Of course, right? Okay. okay, we're in agreement. We're in agreement. Yes. Okay. Nothing more. Asks one step further. Boy, Rav Amram She was a super slut. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you're saying now. Okay, it's uh, listen. That's what Mara says. Mahu. So, right, so, so what happens if she's... So here he asked the Kasha, right? You, you, you said it's better to marry the daughter, right? We said it, the halacha is it's better to marry the daughter. But, right? but, but one opinion was, or Shmuel's opinion was better, that it's okay to marry the mother because the mother is, was born becheskes kashra. She came from a, 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 a from home, whereas the daughter, we don't know. It's a suffix. By Ram what happens if she was a super slut? You, know, you, you, you couldn't guard against that. You don't know. In other words, the cash is not here. I, I take it back. It's not on Shmuel. We just paskin like her from Yochanan. And the halach is that you go, but the daughter, right, that, that, that's better to marry the daughter. Why? Because the daughter might be of good character. And as far as her lineage is concerned, that's not her, her ancestry, rather. As far as her ancestry, we assume But what happens if the mother is a super slut? In other words, she's not simply uh, uh, somebody who had an affair, had it was adulterer here and there, and you go bust to the husband. You, go, you assume that the child came from the husband. 
Here we're talking about a woman who's like prostitutes herself all the time. She's a super slut. So what are you going to say there? Robiel Sachar Achor Abal. We know that she's a super slut. If you hold, there's a machlokis in Baranida, whether, when does a woman become pregnant? Because when is she more likely to become pregnant? Right? Is she more likely to become pregnant immediately before her period? Then the man doesn't know when her period is going to happen, so therefore he can't really guard her. The husband can't keep an eye on her because he doesn't know when it's going to be. The lo yad lo has no question, lo yadaba. He doesn't have a limit, he can't watch her. So therefore, even if you say that it's better to marry the daughter, but if the mother's a super slut, you have what to be choshish for. You, you don't know, you don't know, Robil is talking about in a normal case. A woman is married and she has a, well, she committed adultery here and there. You still say Robil is talking about. But if she's a super slut, you don't say that. But the question is, there's another she tells that a woman becomes pregnant immediately after she goes to the mikvah. In other words, sometime a day, within a day or two of going to the mikvah. Not, in other words, not towards the end of her period of tahara as she's approaching uh, the, her, her next period, but it's, it's, uh, she gets, gets pregnant, more likely to become pregnant right after she goes to the mikvah. I mean, there's all kinds of shadows with women who go to the mikvah late, etc. But Mike, even the Yadabah, since he knows that, now he knows, he knows she just went to the mikvah, so he knows, he keeps an eye on her, makes sure that she doesn't fool around. If she make, keeps an eye on her, and that's when she became pregnant, right after she become, goes to the mikvah. And, he's, and he watches her then, he watches and makes sure she doesn't fool around. She, he doesn't let her get out. He doesn't let her leave the house. Let's say so. Then there's not. Then then even if she's a super slut, but if the husband's careful to make sure that his children will be his children, you know, he doesn't want to pay for her children. She's a, she's a super slut who goes to mikvah. He goes to the mikvah. <laughs> makes sure she goes to the mikvah. That there's there's something to that. There's something to that. That and that's not so. Uh, you know, they only eat badats. How's that? How's that? Right. And now now you can understand the example, right? They do this. This and this and this and this, but they only but that's and not just any badats, right? It's a special badat. So, so you could see that you could see the the, the uh, contradiction. Yet that's how they live. Oh, no, Pardon? How does know what time of month No, no, no. We're saying here like this. We're saying that if you say that there's a, according to the shita that says that she normally becomes pregnant only within a day or two after going to the mikvah, possibly then he'll guard against her having any, any, any outside action, let's say. And then, he could re- and then even though she's a super slut, but he makes sure that in the time that she becomes pregnant that she's, so to speak, on a leash. That's his question. Mike, even the Yorba, since he knows that that's the, only, that's the only time. She might be slutty most of the month, but when she could become pregnant, he's watching her. Even the other ball in the Turi Mantel, since he knows he knows what she, he knows she's a slut, and but you know what he's staying together for the children, whatever the reason is, whatever the reason why he doesn't divorce her, but keeping the other ball in the Turi Mantel, he's, he, he guards her. Oh Dilma, now we're, we're assuming over here that the husband, you know, that the husband, no matter what his character, he doesn't want to take care of somebody else's kids, right? We're not asking about his character. What kind of a guy is it that's married to a slut? But even so, he doesn't want he doesn't want his wife to be bearing somebody else's kids while it's in his house. Mike, even the other bar in the Tori Mantala, Odilma, or do you say even the Prutsuriosa, since she's such a slut, she knows how to slip away despite his, uh, his observation and his guarding. So therefore, even with the love, so that we don't know. So therefore, that question stands. So basically, if she is a super slut, then it's not a good idea to marry her daughter either. Then maybe it's better to marry the mother and daughter. Either one is not a good choice. So he says, even though normally it's better to marry the daughter than the mother, but if she's a super slut, not so, not so much. We said then the mission of the following people, Bezdin does the kinui for them, warns 
the wife. Remember, we said if man's it be, turn about. Well, so what? What we we gave we gave the examples of the mission. If he became a shota, if he's in jail, and they see the wife acting promiscuously, so Bezdin does the kina and Turn about him. Ish matan ish ish. The beginning part says ish ish kisista ish of any man. What does ish ish teach me? The rabbis ashes cherish the wife of a deaf and dumb person. We assume he's in, he's mentally impaired as well. Ashes shota certainly an imbecile. Ashes shem a person who is weak minded. The husband went overseas for a few years. The wife is now acting acting improperly. He's in jail. Bezin can give her kinui, can warn her, so that if now, let's say for whatever it is, uh, she, the husband dies or whatever, she doesn't have her ksuba. She loses her ksuba because she was acting improperly. That's what the tonic, that's what the Bryce says. Now I think Bezin could also give her to drink. Right? Meaning, after Bezin warned her, and then let's say Adam saw them go into seclusion, right? Go into seclusion. Yesterday we had an interesting Gemara. If we didn't ask, you know, we always rush at the end to finish the daf. The yesterday and yesterday's daf, we had an interesting thing. Back in daf Bay's given, we said, what is, what, is this, uh, what is the warning? Warning is not don't talk to that guy, don't go into that room with that guy, don't go into seclusion. According to yesterday's Gemara, it's not maybe according to all the sheets, but according to yesterday's Gemara, it came out that when it says, uh, when it says Sheikh Fazera, what does that teach me? It doesn't have to be real Sheikh Fazera. We saw the halach is even a person who can't produce Sheikh Fazera if he's uh, physically impaired and he can't produce Sheikh Fazera. You could be he could also be the adulterer on which there's Kini and Stira. So what does Sheikh Fazera? What does Sheikh Fazera teach me if somebody puts Sheikh Fazera in you? In a, what does that mean in the in the parsha of Sota? So he says Sheikh Fazera teaches me about uh, the the itself that he has to warn her. He has to warn her not to have bia. We said derech evarim. In other words, he has to be more specific. Not simply don't go into the room, but don't go into the room and touch him in a promiscuous way. That's what we say. So that's part of it also. So he says, so, so here we talk about yachalaf lashkas. I might think also that after the kinui, if there was steer and there was Adam on that, Bezin would give her the truth. The guy's in jail. He's dumb. He became crazy. He's uh, impaired. He's far away. Whatever that. Bezin says, okay, we gave her a warning, and now we saw them. Notice that Bezin totally acts on behalf of the husband, if the husband's not around. I might think they do. The husband has to bring the wife. If the husband's not there, it's it. The husband dies, whatever he said. The husband dies, what happens? That the, uh, right, she doesn't drink. We said at the beginning of the very, the, the beginning of the sefer. What happens if the husband dies? What, what does the oven give her to drink? She doesn't get the ketubah, though. She doesn't get the ketubah, right? So we said, so we said in that case, the meis cholets is full of She doesn't have yibim, she loses the ketubah. So maybe she's ishto, because once she became a sota, if she doesn't drink, she can't get her ketubah, correct. Maybe she's ishto, so the husband has to bring it. So, Rabbi Yosem, Aflash Kosa, no. Could also drink too. What, when Bess warned her, it could also serve for drinking one. Everybody agrees that if the husband's not around, she can't drink. But he says, very simple. Bezin can give the warning, and then when the husband comes out of jail, and then he can give her to drink. Once, once Bezin warned her, and then there was they went into a they were there was stira, there was evidence that they went into seclusion with the adulterer, then husband comes home now, he can give her to Mike. What's Machlok between Rab Yossi? Who says they can give her a drink, and the rabbanon who say that the kinui that the rabbi that the bezin gives is only good for making her lose her ksuba, but not for drinking. Rabbanon sorry, being a bikini behave. It has to be okay. the one who gives the kinui has to bring the. Has to bring, she can only give drink if it's the same guy who brought the, the kinui. 
And here, when Bezin did the kinui, she can't drink based on that. Obviously, when the husband comes home now, he can give her kinui now again, and if there's theory afterwards, she can become a salt that way. Bezin says, no, you don't need the kinui. The kinui could be all day, the Bezin, and the could be. So you might say, Rashi says, well, if the havi means dafka the husband, so the kinui is also dafka the husband. That's why we said at the beginning of the parsha, ish ish is to be marba that Bezin, even though it says the kinui the husband, ish ish is marba that Bezin could do it on his behalf as well. Tarabaram. The end of the parsha says, Zos Hator, you know, many times the end of a parsha, if he, he refused the Torah, uh, the parsha says, Zos Hator, you know, Isha says, Sister Ishto, Ben Isha, Sister Isha, Isha, Tachas Isha. That's the words of the last posik in the parsha. Zos Torah, Zos Torah, Misha, Asher, Tista, Isha, Tachas Isha. If she turned away, she was a sota uh, under her husband's jurisdiction, meaning while she was married to him. So, the, so this whole pasuk is extra, says Rashi. That whole pasuk is extra. So we have a drashi here between comparing Isha, the woman, to Isha, with a yud, her husband. What's the hekish? There's a purpose for the hekish. The hekish ishli Isha, to make a hekish between, to compare, juxtapose the man to his wife and the wife to the husband. We're going to see different halachas come in my So we're going to have different ones. There's no argument between these different sheetas here. They're just, they're adding to one another. In other words, one is giving from one perspective, one's from the other perspective. If he's blind, if the man is blind, he didn't give her to drink. Why? It was hidden from his eyes. Mashbi, he had eyes. He could see. So if he's blind, he's excluded. There's no, there's no partial sota. If he's drinking, meaning she could still be a sota, but he can't give her to drink. Right, says So that means that he warned her she might still lose her ksuba, but she can't drink. So if she was a suma, she also wouldn't drink. That's mashma of um, uh, that that she wouldn't drink. Right, right. I'm, look, I'm looking at Tos uh, to see because the you would say that she's excluded from the whole parsha. She's not, he can't become a sota. But he doesn't say that. He says she doesn't drink. Lois to show means she didn't drink, but a sota she, she would be. It. She would be also to her husband. You have to oh. divorce her without a ksuba. That's what it's mashmanel. If she was a also she wouldn't drink. In order to drink, you have to fulfill certain obligations. Whatever's written in the pasuk, you have to be. You can't be blind. Just like a chigus, if she was lame, meaning she was missing a foot, the gives missing a hand, she wouldn't drink. The sif, the hamet, hakohen, she has to make her stand up there. That's part of the procession. Lefnei Hashem, v'nosan al kapeh, and he does the wave offering. Remember, he puts the carbon on her hands. She's missing a hand, can't do it. Let's say if he was lame or missing a hand, also lo yamashka. Those are the rules. Marbavashi has on more kshem she umis lois hashas. Let's say she was deaf and she couldn't speak. She was dumb. She couldn't drink the chsiv amrisha amenam, and she has to say the words amen amen. Remember, just kachimo. If he was ilam also leimashka. So that's the that's the hekish of isha ish liisha, right? Of isha liisha. Sertista isha tachas isha. A woman with her husband, compare a woman to a husband in these cases, just like if she has certain physical impairments, she doesn't drink the same thing if he has those physical impairments, and vice versa. Now we come to the fifth peck. Just like we know that the water checks her to determine if she committed adultery or not, so the water checks him. 
Shem Shemayim Bolt Kenosah, Kachamayim Bolt Kenosah. I think you should write a letter or tell Steve that maybe in the future they shouldn't start a new volume in the middle of a page, so it shouldn't be difficult for people who learn from the English to schlep two Gemaras at the same, for the same day. All right. Shem Shemayim Bolt Kenosah. Steve would say, get the one, get the app, get the app. Shem Shemayim Bolt Kenosah, just like the water checks her, it checks him. Who is him? Who is him? Checks him. Who is him? The adulterer. The adulterer. That should be. Who else would it be? So why doesn't it say the Boel? Mar will ask that. It just, it's the Lushan is easier to say. So, so, okay, fine. It means the adulterer. Shnemar. Ubo, Ubo. Okay? Ubo, Ubo. Now, is the Ubo, Ubo, Rashi's right away. Is it because it says twice, the water will come in, the water will come in, or because it says Ubo, the Vav? So we'll see that Rabbi Kiva, since this was Rabbi Kiva's, as we'll see in a second, he's learning it from the extra vav. It says several times in the parsha, bo, bo. Several times we'll see it on tomorrow's Gemara, all the times that it says bo three times. So Rabbi Kiva learns it from the extra vav. He darshans vavs, and therefore one is for the woman, one is for, one is for the adulteress, one is for the adulterer. Shem shasur labal, kachasur labal, as we've mentioned before many times. Just like at this point, once she becomes a, a sota, meaning it's, she possibly committed adultery after having been kini and stira, she's also husband. She's also usher to the adulterer from that point on until she drinks. Remember, if she drinks and she's clean, that means that it was a false rumor. And if the husband eventually dies, she could marry the adulterer if, if she's not, you know, if uh, whatever. Because he's not the adulterer. Because he's not the adulterer, correct. <laughs> Correct. So, shame Shasul, but at this point, just as the Baal, Shasul, in other words, she's also the husband at this point. If, the, if she never drinks for whatever reason, she can't drink, she can never stay married to her husband, she can never marry the Baal. Shenemar nitma vinitma de Rebbe because we'll see on tomorrow's Gemara Mitzvah, it actually says, we say, how many times say vinitma? We said many times, says vinitma three times, right? Baal, Baal, and Truma. Really says it four times. But Rashi says right away that the, when it says v'nistra v'hinitma is not part of the count. Why? Because we used that to tell us before that if one person actually saw them in the act, there was Kenyan Seer and one person saw them actually didn't drink, even though one person can't kill them, right? Can't kill them in Subaskila uh, and Bezin, etc. It's not a capital case. But if one saw them act, she doesn't drink. So one nitma was used for that. But here, and there's actually three more v'nitmas, but here we're only looking at two of them. Why? Because we're looking at the issue of the ball of the ball. Just like she's also the ball, she's also the ball. She's never been never Kiva. So what Rabbi Kiva is also saying, it's not because of the two times says Vinit, but it's because it says in one of the cases it's Vinitma. In three, I think three out of the four cases it says Minister uh, Vinitma. It says without the Vav. One case it says Vinitma. So the Vinitma, according to Rabbi Kiva, teaches me she's also to the Baal, and as well she's also to the Boel. Sounds like the same, it's not. He says, twice it says, There's two nitmas there, one's for the ball, one's for the ball. Meaning, Rabbi Kiva darshan it from one word, vinitma, right? He says, since it's, it could say nitma, it says vinitma. So that teaches me the ball and the ball. One nitma, the ball, vinitma, the ball. Whereas Rebbe said, it's not from the two nitmas, nitma and nitma. So how does, what does Rebbe Kiva then do with the other nitma? We'll see Rebbe Kiva Mitzvah will be explained on tomorrow's Gemara. Okay, now, according to Rashi, this is the famous story with Rebbe Gamliel, didn't let everybody into the base matters, he only let the real tzaddikim into the base matters. Everybody else, stay out of here, we don't want to let you guys into the base matters. He was deposed, 
And Rabozo Benazari came in that day and became the Rosh Hashiva. Remember the famous Ness? He was only 18 years old. Arani Kabed Shana. He got white hair. And he was very uh, magnanimous. Everybody can come into the base medish. Everybody, let everybody in. Everybody piled in. And there was no question that wasn't solved that day. Everybody had a bell tower. Everybody was learning. And he let everybody in that day. So Rashi learns that this thing that Rabbi Kiva just said about Nitma Nitma and about you know, the Baal and the Boel and Bobo was also said on that day. And because that was said on that day, so we mentioned these other halachas, the following halachas in this mission, which have nothing to do with Sotha, just other halachas that were learned that day, that famous day in which Rabbi Nazariah took over the presidency of the yeshiva. Uh, that's how Rashi learns. Others learn that it's simply because this is a halacha that Rabbi Kiva said, so there are other things that, that, uh, that Rabbi Kiva said also. Bobi on that day, that famous day, Dosh Rabbi Kiva. Now we know the halacha is that by Tumma, you have, let's say, an Ava Tumma, like a dead Sheretz. You have an Aviyavosa Tumma, like a dead person. Let's say a dead Sheretz falls into a Kli into an earthenware vessel. The earthenware vessel now becomes a Rishon, a Rishon Latumma. That Rishon Latumma can make food Tumme. So if now, let's say, you put some food into the Kli, into the earthenware vessel, that becomes a Shani Latumma. Everybody agrees about that. Anything in the in there, yitma will yitma will become tame. But it doesn't say tame, says Rebbe Kiva. Ain't no omer tame. It doesn't say it will become tame, which in our lashon is really puzzle. Ela yitma, it will become tame in the future. Latame acherim. That's Rebbe Kiva Darshan. So he says, therefore, remember the sheretz was the avatuma, the kli was the rishon, the food. Let's say a loaf of bread fell in there was a sheni. He says yitma. That bread will become Tomei to be Metamei something else. It doesn't say Tomei will be Tomei, which we usually means puzzle where the Tomei can't go on any further. Yitma, it will, be, it will in turn be Metamei something else. Limit al Kikr Shani, this Kikr Shani, which is Shani, Tomei, Shem, Metamei, Zashlishi, makes a Shlishi. Rabbi Kiva says, this shows you, that, from this, Rabbi Kiva says, it's a favorite puzzle. According to this, he learns out of this puzzle that a Shani makes a Shlishi, even for Chulim. We don't hold that way. We hold that, that a Shani is as far as the Torah goes. Afterwards, we learn out of Kavachomer uh, that for Truma you can make a Shlishi and for Kachma you can make a Ravid. That's all draw bottom. But it's, but it's, but it's, but Rabbi Kivel, no, Shlishi is even in Torah. I'm Rabbi Shua. So Rabbi Shua said, Rabbi Yochanan Zakei had passed on. He was the Rebbe. <coughs> he was he was a rabbi of Lazar and Hirakonis, who was the rabbi of, of Rabbi Kiva. He said, Oh Rabbi Yechmanzake, who would remove the dust from your eyes? And it's Halavai, you would be back here now. Shaisa, Omer, you used to say when you were alive, There's a door that's going to come along and it's going to be Matar the Kishlishi. There's no source in the Pasik. We, in the time of Yechmanzake, said that a Shlishi is also Tome because of a Kalvachomer. But a new door is going to come along and it's going to slug up that Kalvachomer. And uh, even, even though we all that it's that it's uh, it's tummy, but a new door is going to come along and say that that's, that shlishi is not shelo mikvah Torah. Shoot tummy, there's no pasuk for that, and therefore they're going to be tar kikur shlishi. But Rabbi Kiva talmidcha maybe lo mehurka. Rabbi Kiva, your talmud. He was really a talmud of a talmud. He wasn't really he wasn't really Rabbi Kiva wasn't a, ta- a direct talmud of Rabbi Yochanan Zakeh, as we'll talk about in a minute. But Rabbi Kiva talmid, but he caught he caught because Rabbi Kiva was a chashav guy. He says he's your look. He's your talmud. You know, if you if you're a teacher and you say look at my student, student, student became a Rosh Yeshiva. You know, he was a talmud of my talmud. So that's covered for Rabbi Yochanan Zakeh. Say look, Rabbi Kiva, your talmud. Maybe let me come a Torah. Shoot talmishin emer kolashi betachidma. So Rabbi Kiva brought this as a Rabbi Kiva learned this pasuk to show us that there's even a shlishi minat Torah farchulin. 
Whereas we, even Rabbi Yochanan Saki only said it's a Kalvachomer for Truma, and he said and that was going to be slugged up. It says over here that um, there's a couple things that, 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 that are worth repeating over here. So Yeshua says, which was who was a Tom Yochman Zakai? Oh, after he could say, who said this? Amr Bishua. You see this Amr Bishua? Amr Bishua me galafaram. Rabbi Shu was a Kiva Shrabikiva, Yatam Shabikiva, Rabbi Kiva was a Tom Rabishu himself. He didn't want to say, he didn't want to say a Talmud of your Talmud, Lachikdola Atzmo, like I'm a Talmud of you, Rabbi Ahmed Zakai. So he says, look, you're Rabbi Kiva, who's a Talmud of mine, and I'm a Talmud of yours. So he didn't want to like, put himself in the equation to give, give him Gaiva. So later on, we'll talk about Bishuban Herkus. Why is it Talmud? He said Talmud Tamicha. We'll see later on when he mentioned Bishuban Herkus that he did say Talmud Tamicha, but he didn't want to get cover for himself. But another important halachi here is, look, this. He says, look, Rabbi Ahmed Zakai had said that, uh, that, it's, that a... Um, uh, Dor Shlish is going to come along and say that it's not Metaru Tomei. But here we have Rabbi Kiva saying that it is, right? So what do you mean a Dor Shlish is going to come along and slug it up? Don't we have a rule that if one bezin paskins something, another bezin cannot come along and, and override that unless they are greater than in Chochman Gurul? And here certainly, if you're talking about three, four generations later, how can they take away something Rabbi Yochum Zakai said? So here he comes with a tremendous halach. Mikano chachabru lemasha kasev rambam shebezon negol shedin shedanu din al pi drusha. If the in Russia shedar should meet a shatar and drusha and learn something out of a kavachomer or out of gzeira shav or something like that. Vomet bezon achach reim shenir lo tam acher lister osadin. They said no, we disagree with that. We disagree with that. We don't hold to that kavachomer. Hareiz es soser v'don kefi anir beinav. In other words, a bezon could paskin. This is how we learn the pasuk. When it comes to Xerus and a Takana, this Bez made a Takana or a Xerus, a special thing that they made up. So then another Bez shouldn't come along and retract that one. Right? So that's an important thing to realize that a later bezin can slug up a first bezin if they just had a different drusha and how to learn the pasuk or how to how to explain how to interpret the Torah. This business about one bezin should not override what another bezin that is only by Xerus and takanas. Another halacha, again, totally different uh, topic that they task in that day, that day that Rabbi Lazar took over in the base matters. Again, it's Rabbi Kiva. These are all Rabbi Kiva. When they talked about the Arei Halavim, the Arei Miklat, when they says the cities of refuge, it says, okay, you measure outside of the city as Paskema on the eastern side of Pine Bama, 2,000 Amas. Another Pasuk says over there, same parsha. Mikir here, but chutz elafamis is a thousand amos out of the city. One says two thousand amos of the city. You measure out. You have a certain area there, and one says you measure out a thousand amos out of the city. So what's going on? You can't say it's only a thousand amas. This measurement, what, like, what, what we haven't described it, what the purpose was, right? Because it says, it says what the Pesach says, but what, what is it for? You can't say it's two thousand. In other words, is it a thousand or two thousand? If you say a thousand, you've got a Pesach that's two thousand. If you say two thousand, but Pesach says one thousand. Okay, it's an elephant migrish. A thousand amas should be a migrish. Migrish means an open area, right? How do they call the pitch today? You know, the, where they play the bubble, they play on the migrash. You know, you play on a migrash. Migrash is the open area. No planting, no houses, no nothing, right? It's an open area for, for, for beauty of the city that people should enjoy the air. It's like a park. 
and 2,000 Amas is a Tchum Shabbos. In other words, that even though we're talking about the Ur Levim, the 2,000 Amas is not how much the Levim are entitled to. The 1,000 Amas, and as you give the this, Levim this city, 1,000 Amas outside the city, that's part of the city. That's for open parks area, for you know, walking and enjoying the fresh air. 2,000 Amas has nothing to do with the Levim. That's not for them. 2,000 Amas is for, uh, for, for Tchum Shabbos, and you can't walk back there, 2,000 Amas. According to this, the halach of Tchum Shabbos is Del Raisa, which is Rabbi Kiva's shita. That's exactly what Rabbi Kiva says. Why I say 2,000 Amas? Because that's the Tchum Shabbos. He learns, that's why it says 2,000 Amas. It can't be for the Migrash, because the Migrash is 1,000 Amas. Rabbi Lezab Nosh, Rabbi Yosei Glili, he disagrees with him, he says, no. Tchum Shabbos is Drabonan, like we hold. The Tchum Shabbos, if you can't walk more than 2,000 Amas out of the city on Shabbos, that's, that's Tchum Shabbos, that's Drabonan. What's what's is the elephant the two what's the, the thousand or two thousand elephant amas migrash while paim amas sodas akram one thousand amas is for the migrash and two thousand amas is for uh, fields pasture uh, uh, vineyards etc. According to Rashi the thousand uh, when you say this the one thousand and the two thousand the one thousand is within the two thousand in other words out of the two thousand one thousand is open is space. for open space and the other thousand amas is for sodas akram. According to the Rambam, others that it's a total of three thousand. You have a thousand amas of migrash, and then plus that you have a scrum of two thousand amas beyond that. Another thing, whenever the Pusik says, it says, right, how many, many, many times? Michael, how many times does it say, a lot of times, a lot of times. Many times. What does it always mean, Laymore? Tell Hashem told Moshe, Laymore, say this to the Jews, pass this on to the Jewish people, right? But when Moshe said that, what does that mean then? Saying to whom? This is not God telling him. He did this. He did this year. What does Laymore mean? What, is, what do I learn from Laymore? I don't know what Laymore means. What does Laymore mean? They responded to Yeshira. I'll call Dover of Dover on each thing. We'll talk about what does it mean, Kikarnas Ahal. In those days, they used to say, I mean, many songs are done this way too. Many, many, when they'll start off, let's say, uh, uh, so, he says, and then they say, and they say, then they go into the next Pasuk. They repeat over the first parsha, the first words, the first Pasuk in the paragraph. That's how they used to read Howl in those days. In response. In response, right. In, call and response. Call and response, right. But they would repeat the first one. That's what's, what's it called? Call and response? Call and response. Okay, that's the, uh, it's, it's probably uh, one of the what, rules of uh, ver, a verse of uh, rhymes or something. No, no, or, no, or poems. From old souls. Yeah, yeah, but, but that's, that was the way that they, so he says, that's like more. Like more that they would respond to him, right? He would say the he would say each pasuk, and they would respond the first pasuk. Kares ahalo, lekachnem ar shilshem giga, lekachnem ar lekachnem. That's why it says lemer. Nachem yomer kikaron es shmar v'lekaron ahalo. Not like not like halo where they repeat the first verse in, in the parsha, but rather the way they read shma. The way they read shma is that everybody reads it together in unison. Like the the, the rabbi starts off, and then everybody reads it together. But the point is, Laymore, That's what it means over there. That's what Bekiva said. And again, so we had uh, a little bit of a machlokas, right? Because um, uh, because from the says not the like of Kornis Hal. It says Kornis Shema. Bobi Omdarsh and Rabbi Shuban Herkes. Another lach was learned that they not Rabbi Lozmer because Rabbi Shuban Herkes. Who was indeed a Talmud, right? Who, 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 who we'll see, he was a Talmud. Lo avet iyov es kodesh baruchu elamayava. That day, Rishu Ben said that iyov. There was a shiloh whether iyov served God out of love or out of fear. And some say that was the machlokas whether it should be included in the uh, in the canon in the in the you know in the twenty four uh, holy books. 
So he says, Lord, even if he kills me, Lo I will I will strive for him, I will I will wait for him. But I know that I will wait for him that I I will not wait for my wills, because sometimes you have the word even low is spelled with a vav means to him. It could also mean low with an off. I will not wait for him. So you could still say, does Hainik Dululi can be interpreted if he kills me, because even if he kills me, I will not wait for him. But I know until I perish. Lo asur to many. My integrity, my shlemus will not stay, will not depart from me. In other words, until I die, I, no matter what God does to me, I will be uh, loyal to Him. Malamit shemayavasa. You see, he did this from out of love. Amr Yeshua. So Yeshua said, "Nazarim miyegal The same lashon that he used up above in, in talking about Rabbi Kiva. Yeshua said to Rabbi Yechon Zake, who was who had departed already, who would remove halavai? You know, the dust would be moved from your eyes. Halavai, you would come back alive and see. You always darshan that Eov darshan that worship God out of fear. Shnemar ish tam v'yasher He was a he was a complete and 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 a person of uh, loyalty, Tommy was complete. The usher and straight, Yerolakim, the Sarmera, but the Yeshua Talmud Tamincha. Yeshua was a Talmud of your Talmud. Here he says the Talmud of your Talmud or Bekiva. Bekiva also was not his direct Talmud. But here he's talking about, here Yeshua was talking about Rabbi Kiva, his own Talmud. He's used Lush of Talmud Tamincha. Right? Yeshua was talking about Rabbi Yeshua ben Hurkanus, who was a Talmud of Rabbi Kiva, who was a Talmud. Of Rabbi Yeshua, who was the Talmud of Yechaman Zakai. So, in referring to Rabbi Yeshua, when, when uh, Rabbi Yeshua ben Rabbi Yeshua was was referring to Rabbi Yeshua ben Hirkanis, he said he is a Talmud of your Talmud or Bekiva, right? Wasn't referring to himself. He was mentioning himself. In other words, Halavai would be here to see this. You know, like, like you, know, you always learned at the Pasuk that he was out of fear, which isn't as great. It's not as great a Madrega as, as, as serving God out of love. So he says, Halavai, you would have been here to see this great day when your Talmud darshan uh, uh, this. And uh, here it's not brought down. There's a machlokus in, in the, at the current time, right? The other ones are machlokus about that. Here he says not a machlokus about that. He says, look, you just have here that he did it out of love. Not a, is, you held that he did it out of fear. You would have liked to see a pasuk telling out of out of love. Here he, based on this pasuk, he darshaned that it was actually out of love. All right. Um, let's see. Maybe we'll learn a little one little piece. Uh, or maybe we won't. Well, the Gemara just says, well, this, the Gemara just says, oh, so-and-so means the adultery. Okay, we'll pick it from here tomorrow, Mitzvah